0: And welcome back in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. It's Wednesday hump day. Can you believe already? You know, these weeks, even in quarantine, they're going so fast. Well, welcome back. We're going to continue kind of part two of Venus retrograde because Venus did go retrograde this morning. If you're in the U.S., it probably happened while you were asleep or working your overnight shift. 2.44 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Now, we talked about the setup for this yesterday. So best if you catch yesterday's podcast, especially the second half, because it will bring you up to speed on the degrees and everything. I'm not going to repeat that here because if you've already heard it, you don't need to hear it again, right? (laughs) But the big deal is that through this retrograde, Venus in Gemini is going to be in a sign-based square to Neptune in Pisces. So let's paint that picture, because we didn't talk about that yesterday. And then we'll talk about the impact of this on finances, because right next door in Taurus is Uranus. So we have to consider that as well. So really, I'm seeing this in two different perspectives. So Venus, basically, if we want to just broad brushstroke this, let's think about love, relationships, and finances, money, possessions, okay, that whole bucket. So those are the issues of our life at play between now and it will be in retrograde. So we talked about the dates yesterday. It will be in retrograde until June 25th, but it will not retrace all of its steps back to 21 degrees Gemini until all the way July 29th. So basically just figure through the month of July, this is an impact And we talked about yesterday how this only happens every about 18 months and it's a six-week retrograde and it is probably the strongest of the fast-moving planet retrogrades being Mercury. (laughs) Yes, you will feel this more than Mercury retrograde. So as we shine these spotlights on relationship and money, what might we look for? Well, first of all, because of this continual square by sign with Neptune, one of the things that's going to be a theme of this is fogginess. So it will seem kind of like the whole, like this, the area of relationships might just seem bloody foggy for the next two and a half months. It will get better after about mid-June. So really the last six weeks, and I'm talking about all the way through July, It will improve toward the middle of June because it will Venus will conjunct the sun there and kind of get out of that initial um, degree based square with Neptune. So Neptune, one one of the things that Neptune brings is a very deep look at our soul from a karmic perspective. Astrologer Liz Green wrote a hauntingly deep book about Neptune, and the overall theme about it was that it's our path back to redemption. Uh, It's not for the faint of heart. It's a difficult book to read, but it's very important to understand the Neptunian influence in our life because it is the thing that takes us into a deep journey into our soul. So when you apply that to this Venus retrograde, which retrograde periods are always a time to reflect inward, then what we're talking about is really bringing us spiritually deep. That's Pisces. Remember, we're painting the sign and Neptune is at home in Pisces. So we're painting the planet with the sign. So we've got this double deep perspective of really looking at our relationships during this Venus retrograde period does this relationship serve? What is the real purpose of this relationship? What is, what is growing in my soul or not growing in my soul in this relationship? Does this relationship need to continue? Or is this a relationship that has served its purpose? That's going to be part of this as well. And there's a communication piece because Venus is in Gemini. So it, is, it will be time to talk about it I would wait, if you can, if if this is looming for you, I would wait until the first part of June, because then at least Venus will be conjunct the sun, and it will be moving away from that Neptunian hold, which the other piece of Neptune is confusion. So there can be this cloudy, foggy, uh, not being able to see through the sea mist. Have you ever been on a lake or the water? on a foggy morning when it was really hard to see through the fog, to know where you were going, you had to slow the boat way down and just navigate only what you could see right there because if you got off track and hit something, you could damage the boat. That's Neptune's fog. And the weather forecast on this is that it will be foggier through May when we have the conjunction in the first week of June the fog will lift, that's the conjunction with the sun, and then as the uh, back side, the second half of the retrograde, moves farther away from that direct degree-based square to Neptune, things are going to become clearer. So I would kind of say now is the build-up time, early June is the crescendo time, and then late June into July is the work-it-out, work-out-the-details Or you could just say, you know, maybe the best game plan here is to set this retrograde aside. And if you had the luxury and there were foggy areas or really major important decisions, postpone them until August. And even then, (laughs) even then, we'll still be in a square. So it really would be let Venus pull on off. So really, if you wanted to get out of this entire square to Neptune um, dynamic, you're going to have to wait until the fall, till September. And boy, then we get into some hairy stuff coming up in September. So, yeah, I, you know, I this is one of those, this is kind of a tough one. So really the best, I would say, if we were looking for an election time, a period to do something within this, it would be the first week of June when we're conjunct the sun. That would be the best time probably because that's at least the light of illumination shining on these areas. Now, the other thing that I mentioned that we have to take into consideration is Uranus. Uranus is sitting right next door in Taurus at 7 degrees. So 21 degrees Gemini for Venus, 7 degrees Taurus for Uranus. Now there's a uh, minor aspect that we don't talk about as much here. Semi-squares, 45 degrees. So I love the way that Steve Forrest just puts aspects so clearly. I've narrated this in every one of the books now so far, and it's just a great section when he talks about aspects and planets working together. So the first thing to think about an aspect is these two energies or these two representations of areas in our life are coming to the table to work together. If you have an aspect that a lot of astrologers call hard or difficult or tense, Steve says that's not the best way to look at it. These are two energies that are trying to work together. Is the dynamic of their working together going to be easier or a little bit more difficult? In this case, it's going to be a little more difficult. So while they are still trying to work together, there's an added tension in their friction. Now, because Uranus is in Taurus... That's the side of a Venus-ruled sign that tends to tilt more toward money and possessions, where Libra tends to tilt more toward the artistic and beauty expressions and balance. So what we're talking about is potential disruptions in areas around money. And obviously, this gets a little bit difficult, too, because... In fact, why don't we roll this into tomorrow? Because we'll have a money conversation in tomorrow's podcast about this retrograde affecting Taurus and Uranus. Because, you know, normally we would have this conversation. We would talk about maybe the money dynamic would say that if this weren't, if this were any other normal time and you were in a period of not making so much money, This might be a time for a great idea to make money. And I still think that that is a dynamic at play, by the way. It's just a matter of how you are viewing the perspective of what's going on in the world today. And I addressed this in the latest Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. So if you go over to that podcast, there's some really good reframing information. It's the one that was released just a few days ago, so around May 8th. I can't remember the exact date but that's the the one that i'm referencing and i just talked about some really good ways to think about dealing with this with this uh current situation and there are a lot of people who make a lot of money in downward markets and i talk about that and especially talk about Saturn ruling this period. So there's a little bit of astrology in there, but some good practical advice as well. So I would refer you to that and then come back here tomorrow and we'll talk more about the money piece of this Venus retrograde. We're spending three days on it because it is worth it. This is a big retrograde. So we'll just cover all the angles of it. Sorry this went so long today, but just a lot to unpack on this. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.